Hello, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today we are going to discuss a film called The Founder, Mm -hmm. which is, of course, a true story about the man who supposedly was the founder of the McDonald's restaurant business. Right. His name was Ray Kroc, as most of you would know. Mm -hmm. And in this film, Ray Kroc is played by Michael Keaton. He is brilliant, as he always is. Mm -hmm. I agree. In a film that is really going to change your mind about who Ray Kroc really was. Well, you know, I loved the anticipation of seeing this movie less because, as you know, I am a huge fan of McDonald's and of Michael Keaton. Well, I'm drinking McDonald's coffee right this minute. The founder was just my cup of French fries. I couldn't wait to see this biopic. And I'm happy to say that, thanks to Michael Keaton, the movie doesn't disappoint. It's a winner. But only because of Michael Keaton. And the direction is good as well. It's not a brilliant movie, but it's a lot of fun. And it certainly, as you said, sheds light on how the McDonald's franchise got going and kicking up throughout America. And it also sheds light on how the McDonald's concept changed the face of how America dines. That's really an exceptional concept, I think. It is very exceptional. I knew this story from the beginning, I guess. I didn't quite know everything about Ray Kroc. But I was amazed that Ray Kroc, who was a traveling salesman, he was selling milkshake machines to restaurants all over the place and not doing very well. Mm -hmm. And he finds out about this little, tiny roadside restaurant. There are two guys named McDonald. They are played by Nick Offerman and John Carroll Lynch, and they are terrific, too, these guys. And they ordered six milkshake machines, which amazed him, and he wanted to go out and see what was going on. So when he finally goes out to San Bernardino to visit this place, Mm -hmm. he tasted the hamburgers, which were not only terrific, but they were very cheap. Back then, a hamburger cost 15 cents. Right. He tastes the French fries. He tastes the milkshakes. He realizes, because they take him on a tour of what's going on inside the kitchen there, that they move very, very quickly. Almost in 20 seconds. Absolutely. When he goes to the counter and he asks, where is he supposed to eat this food? Because there were no sit-down tables in McDonald's at the time. The guy said, well, go eat in your car, sit on the grass and eat it, take it home with you. People are lined up in front of this place. You know, you can get a hamburger anywhere. So when Ray Kroc sees this, he says, ah, this sounds terrific. And he gets involved with these guys, and he decides he wants to open franchises. And, of course, they didn't want to do that. They were very, very happy with this little restaurant. They were making pretty good money. Remember, this movie takes place in the 50s. Right. So Ray Kroc was really ahead of his time, and the McDonald brothers were kind of set in their ways. They wanted a nice, easy lifestyle. They just have their little burger stand. They didn't want a lot of complications. But along comes this guy with schemes and dreams by the name of Ray Kroc, and suddenly they were in the burger business nationwide. Big time, big time. The interesting thing for me in watching this movie is when Ray Kroc approaches them and wants to partner with them and 
open some more McDonald's all over the place, mm-hmm. which he does. And they're, of course, making a lot more money. And they're okay with that. But they're uncomfortable with the idea of anybody else running a McDonald's store anywhere except this little place that they have. Mm-hmm. And I understood that, too. I mean, everybody has an ego. Even me. I'm sure that'll shock all of you. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) I thought that this was really fascinating, although I felt for these guys. And then when I see Ray Kroc trying to change what they are selling, Mm -hmm. they don't like that at all. But at this point, they can't do anything about it. We see that Ray Kroc, in addition to being really brilliant and really ambitious, is very ruthless. Well, he's the snake in the grass. Yes. And behind that genial, Midwestern, nice guy, slap on the back, happy-go-lucky salesman exterior, lurks a real dastard. (laughs) Anyway, what I found interesting was that we actually see the character of Ray Kroc in the talented hands of Michael Keaton morph from this pretty nice guy that's running and helping the McDonald brothers enrich their life by having these franchises dotted across the nation's landscape. But once he gets the concept from another businessman that he could really make a fortune if he changed his thinking from being in the food business to being in the real estate business, Ray Kroc decides to buy the real estate, the lots, the acreages upon which all of the McDonald's stands are built. And by doing that, he can control the franchises. This puts the McDonald brothers out of business. In other words, Ray Kroc outsmarted them, and he eventually gyps them out of millions and millions and billions of dollars. Yep. A nice guy, he ain't. But this is a really interesting look at an American business and how this global franchise began. The title of the movie is very ironic. Oh, absolutely. Because Ray Kroc was not the founder, even though he lists himself later on in all the contracts as Ray Kroc, founder of McDonald's. He had a business card made up saying that. He did, and all of the contracts read Ray Kroc, founder McDonald's. But it was really the brothers, Richard and Mac McDonald, that were the geniuses that created the original McDonald's. By the end of the film, Ray Kroc has forced them to no longer call their little place in San Bernardino McDonald's. That's true. It's now called the Big M. Right. 15-cent hamburgers. I remember when Mel Brooks did a movie, kind of a Robin Hood movie, Mm -hmm. there was a McDonald's in that, and under it, it said, 112 burgers sold. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sly joke at the McDonald's success story. There's another side to Ray Kroc, and that's the domestic side of his life. We first meet his wife, Ethel, and she is played by Laura Dern. And I must say, she's kind of a colorless wife role, and Laura Dern doesn't get much time on the screen, which is disappointing for her and disappointing for us. Yeah, she's a very good actress. Very good. But while Ray is out on the road, he visits one of his franchise owners, They go out to dinner, and while they're having their supper, he looks across the room and he sees a lovely woman playing the piano, finds out that it's the franchise owner's wife, Joan, who is played by Linda Cardellini, 
Well, he falls madly in love with Joan, and we find out that Ray Kroc, once he sets his mind to something, there is no stopping him. That woman will soon become the object of Ray Kroc's obsession, never, of course, above the McDonald's burgers, but still in all, she ends up as wife number two. I thought it was kind of interesting to see that Ray Kroc had another side to him. He wasn't all business. <laughs> right. When Ray Kroc looks across the room and sees this very attractive woman playing the piano and singing and actually gets up to sing and play with her, which right. was amazing, you know from the beginning that this is going to wind up an adulterous love affair. Right. And it becomes much more than that as we then watch him asking his first wife, Ellen, for a divorce over a dinner in their home, right. which was so cold and so chilling. Well, I think he said something like, pass the salt, I want a divorce. Exactly. And I'd like the pepper, too. Yes. It was about that <laughs> passionate. I was fascinated with how he worked this whole thing, just as how he worked taking away McDonald's <laughs> right. from the McDonald's. Yeah, well, what he wants, he gets. And he had enough charm and enough personal charisma to achieve his ultimate dream. I'm sorry that the movie doesn't really explore the modern-day McDonald's and all of the extraordinary achievements of this franchise and certainly of the McDonald's endowment foundations because they have been extraordinarily generous to so many organizations and people in need in this country. They're not just burgers. <laughs> they're heart. <laughs> no, they're not just burgers. And though I have to admit to you, Anne, that I have not eaten anything at McDonald's for probably 35 years. I drink their coffee all the time. I'm so sorry for you, Les. Yeah. Well, that's why you and I don't go out to dinner. I guess not. <laughs> Just one last note about this. If you're thinking that the founder is going to be a scathing indictment of big business practices in the vein of, oh, say, the social network or Wolf of Wall Street right, or Wall Street with Michael Douglas, this isn't that kind of a movie. It's really not. It's much lighter than that. It's actually fun. And the director did a terrific job, John Lee Hancock, in recreating yep. the 50s with the attention paid, especially to the cars, of course, drive-ins. You've got to have 50s cars and the music and all the props and so on. So it's a fun film to sit through. It's highly entertaining. And, of course, it stars the unbelievably talented Michael Keaton, who plays Ray Kroc, that glad-handing guy, but behind that exterior lurks a smiling cobra. I enjoyed this film a lot. I really did. I had a good time with it. I was fascinated by what he did. I was appalled by a lot of what he did. I really enjoyed this film. Good. And for that reason, I'm going to give it a green light. I enjoyed it very much, and I hope everybody else does, too. Good. Well, in addition to your green light, it gets a green light from me all the way to the nearest McDonald's. So, two green lights for the founder. Well, we're going to come back and review another film very, very soon. We hope that you will be with us at that time. Until then, I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews is hoping that the next time you go for a hamburger and a milkshake, no matter what it's made of, you will enjoy them much more if you consume them while at the movies.
Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.